Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shalwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. We're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 237, we're going to be talking about how to use a webinar to launch your digital product. This is a strategy that I've used with my coaching clients and even with my own business with a lot of success. I've seen it work for many bloggers. However, in order for it to be effective, there's a lot of planning that needs to happen beforehand in addition to everything that happens during and after the webinar. Well, I've learned a lot of what, about what it takes to be uh, successful with this. And I, walk, I want to walk you through the exact steps that I went through for my, myself and my clients went through so that you can use the power of webinars to launch your product. So webinar-based launches, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yes, indeed, in this episode 237. I can't believe we're there already. Man, time is flying. Time flies when you're having fun, huh? <laughs> Anyhow, this is episode 237, and you can find detailed show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 237. And you're going to want to check that out because this is going to be a lot. I mean, this this episode is one of those episodes. Like, it's going to have so much valuable content in it. I know I'm hyping it up right now, but I believe it's going to live up to that. There's going to be a lot of information that whether you're you're thinking about using webinars or not, there's going to be content in this episode that that is going to be of value to you. Once you're thinking about launching products or promoting something, you're going to get value from this episode. And if you're listening to Learning with Leslie, most likely you're, 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 you're building a business with a blog and, and either you're making money or you're planning to make money with it. So uh, we're going to go into all that good stuff today. Um, now, this episode is brought to you. I can actually say this now and be proud to say it. It is brought to you by the Become a Blogger Coaching Club. I am so excited. I launched this two weeks ago, and we got a, a bunch of new members in there. There's so much excitement happening. There's, there's a ton of engagement right now. In the Facebook group, I mean, with people coming in and asking questions, uh, people struggling with something with their blog, coming, asking questions, and then getting help from other members, getting help directly from me, um, and it's it's just it, I. Man, I am having more fun now in my business because of this coaching club and because of the interaction and the ability to help so many people with their blogs. If you're interested, if you're thinking, you know, I w- I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about this blogging thing, but I need somebody to hold my hand or I've been blogging for a while and I want to take things to the next level. 
bloggercoaching.com. Go to bloggercoaching.com. That'll take you to the, um, the, you can find out more information about the Become a Blogger Coaching Club. We're having a blast. We're, we're, we're just having a ton of fun. So anyhow, check it out. Uh, yes, yeah, so let's get into the content for today's episode because we got a lot to talk about. So let's just dive right in. We're talking about launching your digital product by using a webinar. I mentioned that uh, two weeks ago, I launched my Become a Blogger Coaching Club and I wanted to launch it in a way where it kind of started off with a bang. And when I, and that launch, I relaunched it. And when I was thinking about what I would do to, to relaunch and I spoke to my mastermind group about it, they recommended, you know, maybe try a webinar. And this is something that I've done in the past. This is something that I enjoy doing because you get to interact live with people, not in person, but you get to you get that the, the, the excitement of being together with people, um, uh, uh, sharing content with them and getting feedback and, and, and just delivering value in that way. So it's something that I enjoyed. Now, when I... Uh, when I decided I'm going to do this, I set a goal in my mind for how many people I wanted to join. And I was blown away because by the time the promotion was over, I surpassed my goal by 258%. 258%. And it's not because it's just it's not because you know these people just happen to to sign up it's because i went through a very specific process i created a, a carefully crafted webinar and i used that in combination with a detailed email sequence and when i put those two things together oh my word it made the world of difference so if you're thinking about launching a product or you're planning on doing that in the future, I want to walk you through this process because I believe that this is a process that can change the game for you. So you may be wondering why you should even think about webinars. Like, what's the big deal with the webinars? Why are so many people doing it? Well, obviously, they're doing it because it works. And I want to give you three reasons why I think webinars are powerful. And there are more reasons than this, but I like these three, and I'm going to share these three with you. The first is this. You're able to demonstrate value up front. So here's the thing. When someone comes to a sales page, there are a few things, there are a few barriers that need to be overcome. First of all, they need to trust that that they're going to get what they're paying for. You know, there's so many sales pages on the internet that promise one thing and then they don't deliver. So how does that person know that they can trust what they're getting from you? They can trust you with their money. How do they know that? How will they know that they're going to get what they pay for? How, how are they going to know what the quality of that product is going to be? Yes, the sales page can give them a lot of information, but there's still that trust thing that needs to be overcome. So by doing a webinar, you're able to demonstrate not just you know, talk about on a sales page, you're able to demonstrate, hey, this is the quality of content you're going to be getting when you join this program. So that trust factor 
is going to be much easier when they can see and experience firsthand the type of instruction that you provide. So that barrier of trust is much easier to get through um, with a webinar. There are other barriers like the pricing and so on, but the, 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 the ability to demonstrate that value upfront by teaching them something, by showing them how to do something, helping them overcome a big struggle that they're dealing with or something of that sort in that webinar, that makes a huge difference. So that's reason number one. Reason number two, there's a certain level of energy that comes with doing live events. You know, think about it this way, right? Okay, so um, how do you feel when, let's say, a group of friends, you get together with a group of friends to watch a movie? How does that compare to when you're at home alone watching a movie by yourself? Well, you know, you may enjoy the movie when you're watching it by yourself, but there's a certain amount of energy that comes from doing something live with other people. And this is uh, this is similar to what you experience on webinar be, webinars because it's a live event. There's a, a, a level of energy that comes with that that you don't get from going to a sales page. I mean, how many people go to a sales page and think to themselves, man, this is so awesome. I am so energized just from coming to this sales page. Not that many. Some people might, um, especially depending on how you craft a sales page. But Live events bring a certain level of energy, and that's extremely powerful. And the third reason why I think you should consider webinars, a sense of urgency is a great motivator. Now, I'm going to walk you through the process of uh, what I recommend in terms of crafting your webinar and, 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 and crafting your offer. And, and what you'll see is that if you're able to build in a sense of urgency, that's going to be a great motivator to get those individuals that are just passive consumers of your content to active customers. Uh, so that sense of urgency, really great motivator. So number one, you're able to demonstrate the value up front. This is the type of stuff you're going to get when you purchase. Number two, there's a certain amount of energy that comes along with that. And you probably already know that I love energy. <laughs> and number three, there's a, the, the sense of urgency is a great motivator. And we'll talk about how you can create this sense of urgency. So, okay, that's why. That's why it's such a big deal. That's why I think you should consider at least uh, launching a product using a webinar. Now, let's talk about the how. Okay, to launch a product successfully, you have to go through a number of steps. And, of course, that's not going to be any different when you're doing a webinar. There are a bunch of steps that you want to go through. And what I'm going to do, I want to be very clear with this. I'm going to walk you through the exact process that I took when I launched my coaching club. Now, depending on what you're doing, you might want to take these steps and just modify it to suit, you know, exactly what you're trying to promote. Or you might want to take some pieces and discard the rest. Whatever it takes for you to launch your product successfully, whatever resonates with you, I want you to go away and take that and apply that as you launch your product. Okay, so the first step, how to launch a product with a webinar. The first step is, and this is, you know, I hope this is self, I mean, I hope you, you, you are already thinking this, right? You have to create a high quality product. I'm not even talking about the launch processes yet. I'm not talking about the webinar as yet. Before all of that, the product that you create or the product that you will be creating um, through this process, 
it needs to be a high quality product. Now, this isn't necessarily an episode on creating a product, but I want to walk you through some of the basic the basic steps that you want to um, um, go through in terms of creating your product. Because, hey, if your product is mediocre, you're going to have mediocre results. And even if your marketing is amazing, I mean, let's say you have Apple-style marketing. You know how great Apple is at, at marketing. If your product doesn't deliver, if your product doesn't provide a ton of value, that might only work once. And then after that... That's it. So you want to make sure you're creating a high-quality product. That doesn't mean that it's going to sell itself, but it's going to make it easier to sell. If you can stand behind your product and say, I believe that this product is an awesome product, you're going to be much more confident in your selling. Okay, so in this situation, my product was a membership site. Your, in your situation, it may be a membership site. It may be a course. It may be something else. I want to share with you the tools that I use to create my membership site. Number one is going to be your WordPress. WordPress, obviously, that's the content management system that is preferred. This is the one that I prefer. This is the one that I love. There's so much flexibility in terms of what you can do with WordPress. WordPress is awesome. So I build my membership sites on WordPress. For in this situation I have a separate WordPress installation, not my main blog. I install WordPress at a different um, URL. So it's not going to be becomeablogger.com. In this case it's coaching.becomeablogger.com. And that is a separate WordPress installation where I put all the content for my membership site. Number two is a member. A member is the membership site software that I prefer. I've tried a bunch of them and this one is the best one that I've tried. I'm not going to go into all the reasons in this post. I've done other posts on that. A member rocks. So A member is the platform, the membership site software that I use. And what that does is it handles the member registrations, um, it integrates with the payment processor, and it protects the pages on my WordPress site so that when someone comes to that page, they have to log in in order to get access to it. A member is what I recommend. I'm going to link to all of these things in the show notes. And I do have affiliate links to some of these things where, where applicable, uh, so you can check those out. Now, the payment processor that I use is Stripe. Uh, Stripe is a great payment processor because it allows you to accept payments directly on your site. Yes, you can use PayPal. I've used PayPal in the past, but I've decided to get rid of PayPal because you know, I just run in, ran into a bunch of technical issues. And uh, it's the it's an easier system to get going in many cases, but for what I want to do, you know, I'm just tired of PayPal. Um, so I've moved on to Stripe. And lastly, I use a Facebook group. Now, when I first launched the coaching club, I had a forum. Um, but I decided to go with a Facebook group because, number one, no technical difficulties. All of the tech stuff is dealt with by Facebook. Number two, most people, I, I, I used to say everybody, but, you know, I've met people that aren't on Facebook most people are on Facebook. 
And because they are already there, it's much easier to get them to interact in a place where they already are on a platform what, that they are familiar with than to get them to come over to a forums. Um, uh, forums are much more difficult to manage, much more difficult to get people to engage on. It's still possible, especially if you have a huge audience. But I wanted more interaction than anything else. And it is I am I am loving it. I will not go back unless something else, you know, ar- comes up that that seems to be better than Facebook groups, but for right now, I absolutely love it. So those are the 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 tools that I use for my my membership site. Now, I said mediocre product, mediocre results. You want to create something that is high value and that helps your audience solve a very specific problem. In this case, the Become a Blogger Coaching Club is for people that want to start a business or build a business with a blog. And and I'm helping them overcome the struggles that they're going through. I'm helping them um, to accomplish their goals when it comes to you know getting uh, their blog set up, getting traffic to their blog, coming up with a monetization strategy and, and all that good stuff. It's solving a very specific problem. You want to start a business with a blog, this program will help you to do that. What is your program going to be about? What is your product going to be about? Is it to help people help a specific type of person lose weight? Like one of our members, um, they're thinking about uh, creating a, a, a fitness blog, but one that's focused on overweight men and giving them the support that they need. Very specific pain, very specific problem. All right, so you want to make sure that you're solving a specific problem for your audience. Okay, I've covered that, and I spent a lot of time doing covering that. Even though this is about the launch process, I think that is such an important factor that I had to take time to go over that. Now let's talk about planning the actual webinar. This is the main event. This is where all the magic happens in terms of launching this product. Um, and you're going to provide your, your your attendees with a ton of value. And I'm going to walk you through the process of how I recommend you provide them with a ton of value. So the first thing you want to do is set a date. Set a date for the main event. When will you be launching your product? Set that date Put it out there so that you at least, you know, put it on a, 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 a your calendar so that you can then take that date and then you can kind of work backwards and say, what are the milestones that I need to, to accomplish um, to, to reach to be ready on time for that launch date? Okay, so first thing, set a date. When I set my date, I think it was something like three weeks away. And that's when I started working on the content for the webinar. All right, so we've set a date. That's the first step. The next thing you want to do, and I highly recommend for you to do this. This is not something that I used to do in the past, but now I do it for every piece of content that I create. Create an outline. Everything I do, even this podcast episode, started as a very detailed outline. You want to start as an outline because what that allows you to do, it allows you to kind of see the big picture. You get a bird's eye view of the project. In this case, it's for your webinar, okay? And as you can do as you do that, you can get a better feel for the 
flow. You can see, okay, is does this sequence make sense? And and are these the idea? Do I, do I start with this idea and then continue with this one and then end with this one? It helps you to not just what I do what I used to do in the past, where I, I would just start with slide number one and then go to slide number two, and then when I'm finished, realize that you know what, it would have been better if I reverse these two concepts, starting with an outline. Get, get, it really sets you up for success when it comes to your content. So number one, start with an outline. Uh, the next thing you want to do, that's not number one, that's number two, I guess. Number one was set a date. The next thing you want to do, get feedback. Now, this is something that we often overlook because, you know, we're all, we know what's going on in our minds. We know what we want to teach, but it's a good idea to get feedback from somebody else. That will help you to see if you missed anything. That will help you to see, you know, if your flow makes sense to somebody else. Um, having that outside perspective really can help to, to, to help you see things in a better way. Now, Usually what I would do is I'd create my outline. I'd get on the phone with a, a friend of mine, Colin. We w we've been working together like forever. I'd, I'd get his opinion and he'd say, he, I, I could almost hear him saying, nah, <laughs> nah, let's do this just a different way. But getting that outside feedback is really beneficial. And in fact, what I'm doing right now, you know, I created this outline for this podcast episode, um, and and now I'm putting this out out here as a podcast episode. This is actually going to be a, a full course or multiple courses within the coaching club, but I'm going to put it out there as a po podcast episode and see how people respond to it, see what questions people have. And based on that, I will revise this, and eventually it will become that awesome course that I want it to be. So getting feedback is also an important part of the process. The next thing is, once you've gotten that feedback, you want to revise your outline. You see, I'm talking about all this stuff even before I start creating slides. You create the outline, you get feedback, and then revise the outline based on that feedback. Unless the feedback is, you know, this flow that you've created, it's it's great. I don't see any need for changes. And, you know, you can, you can go to a, a trusted friend or even someone that's not inside your niche uh, to see if it makes sense even to them. That can be valuable. Okay, so revise your outline. Now, I want to talk a bit about the structure of your presentation because the structure of your presentation can go a long way to having it be successful or having it fall flat. There's a sequence that you want to go through. Um, in the in 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 the in the the, the situation the in the um, case of launching a product, of course. What you're trying to accomplish, your desired result, is you want to sell the product. So what structure works for selling the product? You want, this is something that I've gone through a few times, and I, I think I've, I've come to a structure that works well for me, and I think it can work well for you. You might want to tweak it a little bit, but anyhow. So Whenever I'm doing a webinar, five to 10 minutes before the designated start time, let's say we're starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, five minutes before or 10 minutes before, depending on how many people are there early, I'm actually going to start the broadcast 
Um, and when I start the broadcast, I'm going to start engaging with the, the people that are on the call early. I'm going to start interacting with them. I might ask them questions like, tell me who you are and where you're from. And when they type in the chat and let me know, hey, I'm Richard from New York. I say, hey, Richard from New York. I'm so glad to have you on here. They hear their names called and and they, they want, you know, I, I said, you know, live events brings excitement. This helps to bring some of that excitement. Uh, I might ask them a question that's related to the content that we're, we're going over. One, one big question that I, I usually ask at the beginning of my, my um, webinars is, um, tell me your name, let me know where you're from, but also let me know, do you already have a blog? And that's a great way because of the content of my webinar to, to get people engaging even before I get started. And by reading their responses out loud, you're, you're really helping to build that excitement and that enthusiasm for this, this awesome webinar that they're going to be listening to, the one that you've prepared for them that's going to help them in so many ways and change their lives. <laughs> Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. But no, I, I do actually believe that your webinar can change someone's life. Okay, so that's the pre-webinar banter. Then we start the webinar. It is 6 p.m. Eastern. Let's start exactly on time. And what we're going to start with is the what section. So we're going to have the what, the why, the who, the how, and then the offer slash when. We'll talk a little bit about that. Okay, so let's start with the what section. This is going to have your title slide. Your title slide is basically going to say what your webinar is going to be about. Okay, so in the situation, in the case of my webinar, the topic was how to build a blog that can help you land your dream job or quit the job you hate. Okay, that was the title of my webinar. Yes, I know it's a long title. <laughs> it's a long title, but based on what I was teaching, it's a title that made a lot of sense. So you have your title slide, and then you're going to have the next slide where you set expectations and hook their attention. You let them know, hey, this is what we're going to cover. So the what section is going to be it's going to consist of these two slides. Slide number 1 is your title slide and slide number 2 is where you say in this session or in this webinar we're going to cover points 1, 2, 3 and 4. You're letting them know what's coming so that when you deliver on what's coming they can say, "You know what? Yes, that is exactly what I learned." All right? So that's the what section. The next section is almost more important than the what section, and that is the why section. By the way, the, the what section doesn't need to take long, two to three minutes maximum. Uh, you're just letting people know what it is and what you're going to be covering. Then we're going to go into the why section. And in the why section, you have to explain the significance of what you're going to be teaching. Why should they care? Why is this such an important topic? Why should they pay attention? What, will, what pain will this help them solve? That has to do with the why, even though I'm saying what pain will they, it help them solve? Because if they understand that, yes, this is a pain that they're dealing with, they're going to see why it's important. If you can get your audience to resonate with your why, 
they're going to be excited about the what. They're going to be more excited to watch this entire presentation. Now, the way I do this is by sharing a story because stories have a great way of getting people to see themselves inside in, in, in the, from the perspective of the person in the story. All right, you're able to, to, to if, especially if it's a situation that you resonate with, you can put yourself in that situation. And by doing that, it hooks you. So what I do in this situation, since it's about how to, how to build a blog that can help you land your dream job or quit the job you hate, what I decided to do is share my story about how I was working at a high school uh, as a high school science and math teacher. And then I started a biology blog and I used that blog uh, and that blog ultimately got me a job as a university professor, and then I ultimately uh, left that job to do this blogging thing full-time. So I'm sharing a story that hopefully they can resonate with. Hopefully, you know, maybe they were, they are in a situation where they're at a job and they don't feel as if they're able to, 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 to thrive with what they're doing, and they feel as if they should be, that there's something more out there for them. So by sharing that story, you're able to connect with the people on the webinar. And that's exactly what you want to do. You're showing them why it's important by sharing that story. Okay, the next section is the who section. And this section is where you're basically letting people know who you are. You never want to assume that everyone on your webinar knows who you are. Hopefully they don't know. Hopefully some of the people don't know who you are. Maybe they saw uh, that you're doing this webinar they saw it on Facebook and they said, hey, let me check this out because the title seems interesting. You want them to know who you are, especially as it pertains to the content that you're going over. So this is where you say, you know, in my case, I'll talk about how I got into blogging and I have my two blogs and, and what those blogs are doing and all that kind of stuff. You're demonstrating who you are and you're also demonstrating why 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 you are able to teach this con why are you qualified to speak on this topic okay so the who section is also important now the what and the who you know depending on how you want it to flow you can reverse those two you can say who you are and then share the story that illustrates the why um but Everything up to this point should only take a maximum of 10 to 15 minutes because you know what? This webinar isn't really about you. It's about them. It's about you providing them with a ton of value. All right, so we're, we're done with our first 10 minutes of the webinar, um, and now we go into the how. Now, this right here is the most important part because in the what section, you told them what we're going to cover. Now you're going to go through the steps. You're going to show them, and you're going to be as detailed as possible. The, the idea is this. If you're doing a webinar, you want to give so much value that that webinar can be a standalone product. It's so full of value that they could take that webinar, take action on that webinar, and, 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 and see results. That's exactly what you want. They can, they can attend that webinar, walk away, take action, achieve results. Okay. Now, if the first section was 10 minutes or maybe even 15 minutes, this section should be about 30 minutes so that now you have about a 45-minute presentation that was packed with value. Okay. 
I want to emphasize that this section, this how section, should be extremely actionable. However, you want to leave room for more. All right? And that more is that awesome product that you've created or that you will be creating that you're promoting um, on the webinar. Okay? So you're going to leave room for more, and that more will come in your offer. So, yes, they can now leave, well, not literally leave the webinar, but if they were to leave, they can do what you taught them how to do, and they can see results. But if they want more, if they want more guidance, if they want additional training, if they want to go more in, de in, in depth when it comes to that content, then they can purchase your product. And that is the next section, the offer. And for the offer, I'm also including the when because you can't have who, what, why, how, and not have when, right? <laughs> uh, so, so the offer, this is where... You know, you've over-delivered. You've, you've, you've created that awesome content and you've presented it in this high-quality, high-value webinar. It's time to make the pitch. This is where you go for the sale. They can walk away and take action, but if they want more, if they want you to hold their hand, if they want you to, to, to give them your more advanced training, if they want to not just do what you spoke about in the webinar, but they want to do even more that's directly related, and that's very essential, right? It needs to be directly related. Don't talk about one thing and then sell something else, okay? So you want to now present your offer. And in your offer, there are a few things you definitely want to make sure that you are addressing. The first thing is, what pain is your product solving? Is it solving overwhelm with you know trying to figure out what diet is going to work for them? Is it set? Is it is it um, solving the problem of of not having enough time to get things done? And when I say things, I'm being vague there, but I mean specific things. Whatever it is, your niche is. What is the pain that your product is solving? You want to be very clear about that. What are the benefits to choosing your product? So what will they get as a result of choosing your product? Now here I'm not talking about, you know, they're going to get a forum or a Facebook group and all that kind of stuff. No. What is it going to give them? Is it going to give them peace of mind to know that someone is there to support them? Is it going to give them, you know, the exact steps so that they don't have to waste time searching all over the Internet for the best way to um, train for a marathon or something of that sort. What are the benefits uh, to choosing your specific product? And once you've spoken about the pain, you've spoken about the benefits, you want to go into what the, prob what the product includes. What are they going to get when they sign up as a member? Okay? Um, is, you know, I spoke about some of the, the, the things that they get when they sign up for my coaching club. What do they get? Is it a forum? Is it a Facebook group? Is it you know, six modules and those types of things? What does it include? Is it, you know, in my case, I have 13 courses inside the coaching club. They have the Facebook group. They have all these different things. And you want to be very clear so that they know what to expect if they were to make that purchase. You also want to include testimonials. This is extremely important because they, they want to know that this stuff that you're teaching works for somebody and, and not just you. 
It works for other people, people just like them, people that are dealing with the same issues that they're dealing with. How are they using your product and seeing results? And then, of course, you want to include the price of your product. How much does it cost? What is it going to set them back? Be transparent. Let them know. This is how much it's going to cost you to get all of that value that I just spoke to you about. Okay? So the price of the product. Now, I said that this includes the when, and the when is very important because we spoke about the fact that urgency is a huge factor in getting people to take action. And I used to look at this and I used to think to myself, man, you know, I don't like this sense of urgency thing because it's as if you're just making something up to, to, to trick people into buying. And then I realized that I was looking at it the wrong way. If I truly believe, which I do, if I truly believe that the product that I create is going to be of value to them, I want them to know that, listen, you need to get this because it's going to help you. And if by creating that you know, time-sensitive discount or something, it's going to create that sense of urgency to get them to actually take action, then I'm helping them to accomplish their goals. So that sense of urgency is such a huge deal. What what I did when I did my webinar is I you know I, the webinar was on a Thursday at 6 p.m. and after that webinar I let them know about the offer and I offered a one dollar trial for anyone that signed up by the Tuesday after that. So there was that time sensitive that when that hey you have to take action sooner than later because I want to motivate them to take action not just to purchase the product which is a great thing for me but also so that they can start this journey and get the help that they need time sensitive offer really helps to seal the deal now I want to talk a little uh, just briefly about the technology that I use just in case you're curious um, for creating my slides I use Keynote because I'm on a Mac and I love Keynote but you can also use PowerPoint you can use OpenOffice um, and for your slides you want to have nice images the visuals really you know uh, a, a picture is worth a thousand words we hear that all the time and it's so true when you see a ton of words on a slide deck it doesn't do a lot for you, but when you see a nice picture that illustrates the point, it sticks better, it looks better, it feels better, it does everything better. So if you can use a royalty-free um, stock photography site or something of that sort, um, that can work. Um, the one I use is called Dollar Photo Club, but it's no longer available for new members. There's another one that I found that's called 123RF. I guess that stands for royalty-free. 123RF.com. You can check that out, and they have really nice uh, stock photography. You can also just use screenshots, right? If you're showing them how to do something, uh, you can just grab screenshots and put that in your slides, or you can do live demos. Now, I try to stay away from doing a ton of live demos for the simple fact that anytime you're doing a live demo, there are unpredictable things that may happen, and I don't like unpredictable things <laughs> all right um now in terms of actually conducting the webinar i use go to webinar um and i use go to webinar because i have an account for that's extremely old so i re i have like the old pricing um where i'm not paying anywhere close to what people are paying today but there are some other options click webinar is one um and you can use google hangouts 
you just need the ability to get people on live and share your screen and show them the content and 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 deliver value with Google Hangouts. I'm going to link to all of these in the show notes. So becomeablogger.com slash 237. A uh, lot of resources is going to be linked to in the show notes. Now with Google Hangouts, there's a platform that I've used that usually works well to, to really give you more of the webinar-like features to Google Hangouts, things like people raising their hands and you being able to bring people on in and out of the room. Uh, and that's called Webinar Jam. And that seems to work well as well. But if you don't want to spend money on those solutions, you could just use a Google Hangout and that works fine. Okay, so that's the technology. Okay, we've spoken about the webinar. We've spoken about the planning, the outlining, the revising, the putting together your, your content, the who, what, when, where, why, and all that good stuff. Now we need our marketing assets because the, 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 the process of launching does not end with the webinar. There's a lot that needs to happen before, during, and then after. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the before and the after. First thing you're going to need in terms of your marketing assets is your sales page. I know this one is obvious, right? You got to have somewhere to send people to so that they can make the purchase, so that they can find out more about the product, so that they can sign up and fall in love with everything that you have in life. <laughs> so you want to set up a sales page. At the end of your webinar, you're going to be giving that call to action. You're going to be giving some kind of a special offer. And you want them to go to, in, in my situation, for example, I could say go to bloggercoaching.com. And when they go there, they're going to get to the sales page for the Become a Blogger Coaching Club. Now, this sales page is very important. And there's so much that we can go into in terms of how to write copy for your sales page and so on. And I'm actually going through a course right now by Ray Edwards. Um where he teaches, you know, copywriting. It's called the Copywriting Academy. It's closed now, but I got so much value out of that um, in terms of how to structure my sales page. And I want to share with you a framework that he uses that really helps to um, give you a good idea of what should go on your sales page in your copy. And this is the PASTOR acronym. And in the PASTOR acronym, the P stands for the problem. You want to state the problem. What is the problem that your audience have? Um, what can they identify? What's the problem that they can identify with that your product is going to help them solve? So first, you state the problem. Second, you amplify the problem. What that means is if they were to continue with the problem and not take action, what would be the result? You know, in my case, for example, what's the problem? The problem is maybe you're unsatisfied with where you are professionally and you feel like you should be doing something more. The amplifying the problem is, hey, you do absolutely nothing at it. You, you get stuck in a job that you hate for the rest of your life. And at the end of your, I'm, I'm really amplifying now, the end of the life, you realize that you've accomplished absolutely nothing. Okay, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that that gives you the concept. You amplify the problem in terms of if we were to continue without doing anything, what would be the results? If this is a, a program for stopping smoking, for example, the problem is smoking is bad for your health. You're trying to quit, but you can't. 
how do we amplify that problem? If you continue smoking at the rate you're smoking, I mean, that can lead to things like lung cancer and even death. I mean, these are realities. You're amplifying the problem to show, hey, this is the path that you're on and this is the end result if you don't take action. So that's the A. And then the S is the story slash solution. So you're going to share a story. You're going to tell a story that shares the solution. Then the T is the testimony. How has your product worked for others? The O is the offer where you tell them exactly what you're selling. And then the R is the response. This is your call to action. This is where you, know, you have the buy it now button where they can make that purchase. Okay, so I'm actually going to link to a podcast episode that Ray recorded on this topic. So you can go and check that out and get much more detail in terms of how to create copy that sells. Okay, the next set of marketing assets that we need is your email sequence. Oh man, it does not stop at the end of the webinar. You want to be First of all, you need to get them on the webinar. And then after the webinar, there are a series of emails that um, I, I'm going to recommend for you to send out. So I'm going to share with you what I did. Okay? So my webinar was on the Thursday. It was supposed to be on the Thursday. So I send out the first email on Monday. And that email announced the webinar, let them know what I'm going to be covering. And then it gives them the link to go and register. All right? Um. So it gives them the link to go and register so they can go find out about the webinar and then they can enter their name and email address to register for that webinar. Then I sent out a second email on the Wednesday. So that's the day before the actual webinar, reminding them and letting them know that, hey, the webinar is coming up tomorrow. You don't want to miss it. There's going to be a lot of valuable content. We're going to be talking about how to build a blog that can help you land your dream job or quit the job you hate. Okay, so that's the second, um, that's the second uh, email that I sent out. And then I sent a third email to let m my subscribers know that the webinar would be starting in an hour. So this is on the day of, okay? I'm sending out these three webinar, uh, three emails all about the webinar. And as a result, the attendance on the webinar was great at least in my opinion of great. I don't remember the exact number, but I remember being excited with the number of people that were on the webinar. Okay, so now they're on the webinar. They just got a lot of value and all that good stuff. What happens after? Well, I have a series of five emails that I sent out. And I know what you're thinking. Five emails, that's maybe, you may be thinking that that's a lot. And you know what? I used to think that too. Now I don't because I want to give them as much opportunity as possible to find out about the value that this offers because I believe in this product. So the first email I sent out was the replay email and that was sent out the next day. It took me a little while to process the video, upload it, set up the pages and all that kind of stuff. So I sent out the replay email and that was on the Friday and I also let them know that on the webinar, I, I gave a $1 trial, and this will be expiring on Tuesday. Okay? So that's the replay email. Two days before Tuesday, so on the Sunday, I sent out another email. And in that email, what I did, I came from a different angle. I shared a success story. 
one of the people had, that had gone through the coaching club, went through one of the courses, launched a product, did very well, made over a thousand dollars and was very excited and she was sharing her story. So I took that story and I included that in the email and then I reminded them, hey, you only have two days remaining to claim this special offer. All right. Then I send out another email when there was 24 hours remaining and I approached this one from a different angle. What I did is I answered two questions that addressed some concerns that they may have. And the two questions that I chose and this one I this one I stole from from the process that we went through at Social Media Examiner when we launched um, the membership site there. Um, so uh, for this one, what I did was I answered these two questions. First of all, is the coaching club right for me? And number two, is the coaching co- club worth the cost? So I went and I kind of broke those two questions down and gave them specific answers um, that can help them to see, hey, this actually might be right for me. And number two, hey, this isn't as expensive as one might think. And quite frankly, it's a steal. So that was the 24 hours remaining. That's the third email that I sent out. And then on the day of, I sent out two more emails. The first email I sent out when there were 12 hours remaining. And the angle that I took there is I shared one benefit of the membership. Okay, so one of the things that I believe they're going to be very interested in that's going to provide them with a lot of value. So... um. At that time, I just decided that during our coaching calls and when we do our coaching calls every other week, we're going to have two hot seats where members can submit their sites and I will go through and critique their sites and give them feedback so that if they're struggling with one particular concept um, with their site, I will help them to get through that and give them you know, as much support as possible and as much advice as possible, make some specific recommendations that's tailored to them. So I emphasize that as one of the benefits of membership. Um, and then I reminded them, hey, we have 12 hours remaining. And then I sent out the last email. And the last email was when we had six hours remaining. And this was kind of like the last call email for the $1 trial. And this one was direct and to the point. Just wanted to let you know that the offer is over in six hours. Um, uh, click here to, to so that you don't miss out on joining the coaching club. So this is the series of five emails that I sent out after the webinar. And, the, and, and here's the interesting thing. The interesting thing is that 56%, at the 56 or 58, I think it was 56% of all of the signups came in the last day. <laughs> 56% of all of the sales came during that last 24 hours. And what this emphasizes is how important it is to send out these emails to let people know, hey, this deadline is approaching. You need to take action. Okay? So the, that's the sequence that I went through. Now, I want to give you a bonus tip. 
Oh, actually, before I go into the bonus tip, there was one thing that I didn't mention in terms of a marketing asset that you need, and that's going to be your webinar registration page. I mentioned it in terms of linking to it, but you also want to create a webinar registration page. Now, for the, the sales pages, for the webinar registration pages, you have different options. Lead pages is a very popular one that a lot of people use. I use that as well. On this round, I decided to use Optimize Press, which is either a WordPress theme or a WordPress plugin that allows you to create sales pages, squeeze pages, webinar registration pages, and so on. The reason I went with that this time is because I wanted the ability to customize everything. And Optimize Press allows you to customize everything. Lead Pages doesn't. But Lead Pages makes it easy for you to just get something up there. Um, especially if you don't want to deal with a lot of customization. It's the easiest one I know, but Optimize Press is more customizable and I wanted more control. Okay, so now let's go for the bonus tip. The bonus tip is, you know, we're talking about the importance of time-sensitive uh, time offers and um, this sense of urgency. And there's a tool that you can use that really brings that to the forefront, and that is countdown timers. Now, if you're using lead pages or optimized press, you can add countdown timers to your sales pages and your webinar registration pages, squeeze pages, and all that kind of stuff. In, in order to do that with lead pages, you're going to have to use one of their templates that has a countdown timer built in. Optimized press allows you to add it to any template and um, in any place. So um, that's... That's one option. You can use either lead pages or that's two options, I guess. Lead pages or optimized press. The next thing is Motion Mail app. If you go to motionmailapp.com, this allows you to create countdown timers, but specifically to put in your emails. So when you're sending out those emails and you're letting them know, hey, there's only X amount of time um, left they can actually see down to the second exactly how much time is left. And that's Motion Mail app. And using these can really make a difference. I can't tell you exactly how much of a difference it's made. What I'm just telling you is all of the things that I did to result in this successful launch. So that was a lot of content. <laughs> oh, man. And this is one of those episodes, like I mentioned, you want to go to the show notes because everything is going to be there. Everything is going to be outlined there for you. All of the tools that I mentioned, I'm going to link to them in the episode. And I, I hope you got a ton of value out of this. So my question for you, and I want to leave this question for you, is have you done any product launches? And if so, in your product launches... What tools, what tips, what tricks, whatever did you learn? Come on over and share it with us. And also let me know, hey, is this a value to you? And do you think this is a process that you will use in the future as you launch your digital products? Woo, that was a whole lot of stuff. And that was longer than normal. But I hope you got a ton of value from that. I, I believe you got a ton of value from that. Once again, if you want to check out the coaching club, bloggercoaching.com. I think you're going to find a lot of value in it. 
and eventually you're going to get this as a full course or multiple courses after I get feedback. Anyhow, uh, becomeablogger.com slash 237. If you missed anything, if you want to review some of the th things that I spoke about, check it out. Um, and if for some reason you're not subscribed to this podcast, man, shame on you. Becomeablogger.com slash podcast. You can find out more about how to do that. And if you're trying to create content, inspire others, and change the world while building your online business, head on over to my free blogging course at freebloggingvideos.com where I walk you through the process. What does it take to build a blogging business? Check it out. It's free, actionable, and awesome. That's it for this episode. This is Leslie Simon here from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. Until next time, take care and God bless. 888-835-2414.